0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 15 Minute You. This is the official podcast of your morning commute. I'm Evan Wazork, That's my brother Matt. I like that it town rock and roll. We are here to bring you everything you need to know about college football in hopefully 15 minutes. Let's get right into it, folks. It was championship weekend. There was a lot of great games, but Matthew playoff rankings came out earlier this morning. Set in stone, we have number one. Clemson, number two, Oklahoma, number three, Georgia, number four, the heartbreaker of Columbus, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Ohio State, by a narrow margin, was left out there, now number five. Matt, what is your overall reaction to uh, the top four, and what will be
1: the playoff? I don't know. I'm pretty surprised in the way that Alabama got into the playoff. I don't think that it's fair in the way that they denied the Big Ten champ. So I I don't think it's fair. There's so much SEC, ESPN love, bias out there that I think played a role in this decision. I would be shocked if next year we still have four teams in the playoff. You have now excluded the entire West Coast. You have excluded the entire Midwest to make an SEC final. Uh, I mean, I'm all over the place on this. That said, but Ohio State fans, remember, you guys got in last year. You actually, not only did you not play for the conference title, you lost to the conference champion, Penn State, who was denied a spot in the playoff. So I don't know that this is inconsistent with what's happened uh, in the past. I'm surprised after the Georgia-Auburn game that they still took two SEC teams. Evan, you actually predicted this the Georgia Alabama two SEC teams in you called
0: this about a month ago what's your reaction yeah so this is not how i thought it was going to go down though <laughs> i you know i thought that alabama and georgia were going to play each other and it's going to be a real close game and then they were going to want a rematch Right. Um, i agree like it seems unfortunate that two years in a row we're just saying conference championships don't mean anything so why even play them in fact it seems like you have an incentive to not make your conference championship game in a certain way. um, I would say to Ohio State fans, like, yeah, it sucks, but also don't lose by 30 in the regular season. It seemed like they put a
1: premium on that and that really that was the dagger for Ohio State. It wasn't the sloppy play or being in the Big Ten or any of that. It was giving up 55 to Iowa and losing by that much.
0: That seems to be the case. But one thing I don't get now, commissioner or chairman, whatever the position is called, said last year's decision-making isn't going to affect this year's decision-making. I think that's good. I think that's something you should shoot for. However, my one note on that is there does seem to be inconsistency about what they're rewarding. Because it seems like last year, Ohio State was rewarded for winning big games. And this year, they seem the they the committee seemed to have prioritized the losing aspect of Ohio State's resume. That's the one thing that I wish I could fix about this. Like committee, just stay consistent with what you're rewarding. If you're rewarding big wins, then like Ohio State gets in. But
1: well, I, I know because why is they just it? beat the undefeated number four team in the country? What's Alabama's big win?
0: Exactly, man. Uh, and to the other. Uh, the, to the yeses. What besides like, their reputation qualifies them for the playoff? No, I, I agree. I think I think there's nothing on Alabama's resume right now to suggest they are better than Ohio State. I think there is something on Ohio State's resume to suggest they are worse than Alabama, if that makes sense. I also yeah. don't buy the comparison of Bama. 2017 Bama is the Ohio State of 2016. That's just not true Ohio State had four ranked wins last year two of right. them on the road and their only right. loss was by three points a- in Happy Valley in kind of a flukish way too, yeah. with the like yeah. blocked field goal mm-hmm. and it is- was definitively number two in the rankings last year they weren't like a bubble Alabama is not this year's Ohio State or last year's Ohio State the other thing that made me
1: Iffy about the Ohio State game is the end of that Big Ten Championship game was so bad. It it was like neither team wanted to lose. I don't
0: like Hornybrook and Barrett could not could not connect with a result. Yeah. It was unbelievable. That didn't help Ohio State's cause at all, I don't think. I can't remember him blanking on his name. There's a Detroit free press writer who wrote on Twitter, Alex Hornybrook, more like Alex O'Cornybrook. Oh God. <laughs>
1: I mean, God those Wisconsin tight ends and receivers had mm-hmm. some just absolutely fabulous down the stretch. I mean yep. they, they did everything they could have for Hornybrook. He just he needed more. He's only a sophomore though. I think it's promising for the Badgers. I hate to move on from this vigorous debate about who should be in or out of the college football playoff Evan, but we can't completely ignore the coaching circus that has gone on this week in college football. For a minute, I'd like to start with the buyouts, if that's all right with you. Yes, please. We realize that college athletes are not paid for their services, correct?
0: Well, officially.
1: Well, who is officially paid are four gentlemen that are going to make over $10 million to no longer do their job, to not be there anymore. UCLA's Jim Mora will make $12.3 Arizona State's Todd Graham, $12.3 million. Texas a and Kevin Sumlin, $10.5 million. And Brent Bielema will take home $11.8 million as a part of the buyout of his contract. Let's stay on Bielema for just a little bit longer. In his five years at Arkansas, the most games he ever won in a season came in 2015 when he won eight games. In total, he was 29-34. and 34. So that means he lost more games than he won. In 2013, the Razorbacks went 0 and 8 in SEC play, and in 2017 they finished 1 and 7. Did I mention that off of that performance he's gonna make 11.8 million? There's another three that are gonna get over
0: five million
1: in buyout money. Thoughts?
0: Yeah, I mean the buyout situation is getting out of control. Uh, I think. I mean, I just think it like, and it screws the universities. I don't know why. It seems like right now the coaches have all the leverage. And the universities don't really have any. I don't know how that situation exactly happened. Um, If I was a school and I was not, and I wasn't hiring Nick Saban, Urban Meyer, you know, Bill Belichick, like I would not be signing a buyout for anywhere in the neighborhood of $10 million. Evan, Evan. But what, I mean, what are you going to do? Like these guys have good lawyers. The boosters want to attract big name coaches, so they're willing to pay for it. Like, this I can't is say I'm surprised. I'm not surprised. I, man, I, I agree. I, I'm just not going to sit here and say, like, oh, I'm just so surprised that there's millions of dollars. I'm not surprised. The like,
1: oh, what's the. You guys can't really keep doing this and be like, yeah, but you know what, though? We're not going to pay players. Jimbo Fisher's contract is fully guaranteed. Yeah. 10 mil. Man, that dude's a lawyer. Sorry, 10 years, 75 mil. Yeah. Fully guaranteed. He's gotta have great agent. No, Charlie Weiss is the greatest agent oh, of all time. Fair, He's fair. still like getting paid from three schools. It's amazing. All right. I- ignore it, NCAA, for as long as you want. And trustees and boosters and whatever.
0: Actually I take that back. The boosters are probably happy to pay players if they could. Oh, I like, they would love I would to. agree that yeah. I'm sure they I mean they do off the off the, unofficial <laughs> all the time. I'm sure they'd love just to make it official. I don't, like, I the only time I see this changing is, like, when the players finally get together and say, like, okay, we're just not going to play. That's like a baseball contract. Ten years, mm-hmm. 75 mil, fully guaranteed. Have you guys lost your minds? Yeah, and, like, some of these schools, I mean, I know, like, all schools have, a, all big schools, like, have a lot of money, but, like, you got to think that, like, Arizona State's buyout of Graham's contract hurts more than whatever tennessee bought butch jones out at you know what i mean sure sure
1: sure there's going to be a huge debate around fairness and funds with what people have like you're saying so yeah i don't know where the end of it is i wonder also will
0: it encourage more long-term like yo we just got to gut this out for another two years because like i do not want to pay him 10 million dollars i don't necessarily think so but maybe
1: I mean, how many schools are paying multiple coaches right now? A lot. Right? Play to me how t- LSU did a better job this year than they did
0: with Les Miles. Uh, dude, I can never explain. But, that, that state, Miles legit, is. you guys are out of money as a state. He's now the – he's a prime candidate for Tennessee
1: now. I know. Tennessee state of Louisiana, out of money for higher ed, but you guys are still on the hook for less, and you won probably the same amount of games, if not fewer. Then you would have won with less. Agreed. All right, Evan, quickly before we go. We had a suggested topic, our very first suggested topic coming over the Twitter waves. There we go. We were asked, should high school athletes specialize? Yes or no?
0: So on our other podcast, The Athlete's Guide, we'll plug for that if you haven't hit it. Shout out to Uh, Athlete's Guide,
1: www.athletesguide.com.
0: Yep, if you haven't listened to that, why don't you go ahead over there right now, subscribe. We had Perry Orthon. Former South Carolina quarterback, current runs like a quarterback camp thing. I'm not sure how to phrase it in South Carolina. Uh, and he advocates all his athletes play multiple sports. And also for that podcast, we just hasn't been published yet, but we just interviewed Patrick Tolles, former Kentucky quarterback and former Boston College quarterback, who said the exact same thing. Strong advocate of multiple sorts. I think it's good. I think especially depends on your position in football. You know, if you're like a lineman, it's kind of grinding, like wears on the joints, like maybe you should do other things, you know what I mean? You know, if you're a quarterback or like even uh, another sport like pitching in baseball, like you don't want to throw too much and, you know, wear down your uh, wear down your body. So, yeah, I think it builds better character, I think gives you a uh, better athleticism. I think
1: the other thing you got to look at though is is what's it worth? Like how much extra ground do you actually gain? playing quarterback all throughout the winter as opposed to playing point guard or swimming yeah, yeah, or yeah. running track or wrestling. Like, do you actually get that many more, I don't know, steps steps ahead or steps up? Or do you, do you even get any at all? I mean, I agree about resting and changing up, but I also think about being more versatile and having a bigger toolbox to work with. I mean, some of the best high school football players to ever come out of the state of Ohio are also some of the best track and field athletes
0: of all time. Uh, speed kills. Yeah. I don't. I mean, LeBron James had multiple big 10 play offers football. to play football.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Perfect example. Love it. Evan. Don't specialize kids. Have fun. Do your best.
0: All right, man. Real quick. Let's, uh, let's break into some of the games we haven't talked about yet. We'll just, uh, review, pick them real quick. Right. So big news, ladies and gentlemen, Evan is back on top. Took the victory in championship week. Are I- you though? I- I'm up by three games. Well, I won last week. I went seven and two to Matt six and three, baby. Thanks to the Friday night Pac-12 championship game, USC v Stanford. I picked USC. And I said the law of averages. A South team has to win one, and a South team won one. USC takes the cake 31 to 28. Sam Darnold looked pretty good. Looked kind of standard Sam Darnold, chase him out of the pocket. He'll figure out something on the fly. I don't know if I want the Browns to draft him. Moving on to what I think was the most exciting game. Did you catch the American Athletic Conference Championship game? The ACK, as it were. ACK. 55-62, double overtime shootout. Memphis was on a second and goal in the second overtime, about to score when uh, UCF picked it off. My God, what a game. I enjoyed it. Um, Matt, that was the highest-ranking conference championship game in history. Fun fact. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. So that little, nice man. A little bit of history. That was a very enjoyable game. Scott Frost, we didn't mention in our coaching section, but Scott Frost moved on to Nebraska. Yep. Seems to be a lot of mutual respect and love all around. Um, none of the players, you know, held it against him. UCF's uh, athletic Twitter feed said something like love to send coach out with a win like good luck at your alma mater stuff like that yep uh textbook how to handle a coaching change in my opinion the mac championship game we both took toledo it's kind of a blowout toledo 45 akron 28 Slogan logan woodside god okay matt then we both took fau for the conference usa championship game and we were not disappointed by the lane train victory fun fact fau will be playing akron in the boca raton bowl good luck fellas Oh, that's a a threatening environment for FAU. Right. Good Lord. Uh, Okay, then we had number 11, TCU, taking on number three, Oklahoma, in the Big 12 1-2 game. Both took Oklahoma. Both were not disappointed by Baker Mayfield and the boys. SEC championship game, we have Georgia versus Auburn. We both took Auburn. We were both burned by that. That Georgia rushing attack just smashed them. Auburn really had nothing to answer for. I don't know if they were just tired from the Iron Bowl game. Very ACC championship game. Got your boys, Miami, taking on Clemson. I took Clemson. You took Miami. Clemson crushed them. Now the number one team in the nation. Finally, Big Ten championship game. OSU versus Wisconsin. I took Wisconsin. You took Ohio State. You were correct, my friend. Buckeyes prevail. MVP of the game, though. think we all know who that is (laughs) eric barlow operations crew guy in indianapolis i don't know what happened with that seam splitting on i've never seen that on the turf (laughs) dude runs out he's out there for like 10 minutes sewing it back together it
1: it was wild how intense he was and how much camera time he got great job eric how are there no commercials to go to at that time
0: i don't know know. most twitter exploded over it i got one fun fact if you want it go ahead Real quick. Did you know, Matt, no non-Nike-sponsored team has ever made the playoff? Really? Nike's on a roll. All the teams are Nike. They've always been Nike. How about that? Shout out College Football Reddit.
1: Thank you so much, folks, for tuning in. Let us know how the discussion goes at the water cooler tomorrow morning. Remember, you can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcast app, Google Play, or wherever else you get your fine podcasts. We know you all subscribe, but if you could tell a friend, maybe get that friend to subscribe, we would surely appreciate it. We're happy to take any topics you want to throw our way. You can find us on Facebook at Fifteen Minute You or on Twitter at Fifteen Minute You and Evan underscore Fifteen Menu. We will be back with you, fine folks, on Tuesday evening. Until then, folks, remember: don't pick him
0: like my brother, and don't pick him like my brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, a little bit over fifteen. How oh. can it all? Good lord, Jesus, that was rough. Yeah. We've had better. It's a
1: rough week for 15-minute youth. Taping his face, dude. Oh my god. It's a
0: rough, rough week.